This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Annie Fry Show is brought to you by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. All right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. Don't get me wrong. I love the ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. This is the Annie Fry Show. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Just got done in the 12 o'clock hour speaking with Chadwick Moore. A great conversation with him. Glad that he was able to join us. You can check the podcast if you'd like to hear what you missed. Uh, but I want to get right next to uh, our next guest. And I'm going to do this a little bit differently this day because I want to give him an opportunity. This will be like the last time, I think, that I'm going to talk to him before Christmas. Jim Carafano joins us, the senior counselor to the president and E.W. Richardson Fellow for International Engagement at the Heritage Foundation. Merry Christmas, Jim Carafano. Let's start it out on a positive note. Well, that's because it's only going to be downhill from here. But go ahead. probably, I just wanted to tell you Merry Christmas, and I wanted to give you an opportunity to uh, react to the moment of the season because 2024 is going to be bonkers, as you know. 2023 is wrapping up. Our YouTube live chat poll for today is: What grade would you give 2023? I'll ask you that question. But uh, do you are you a Christmas celebrator? What do you do in the holiday season? Um, we like quiet stuff. We just stay here. Uh, you know, I, I'm so you know I'm always excited and the optimist, and you know, nonpartisan, not Republican, not Democrat. Um, I I I think we had a great learning experience in 2023, and we have an unbelievably blessed opportunity in 2024. So in 2023, w- you know, we learned uh, really what's going on. Uh, I think in so many different areas in foreign policy. We have an administration uh, that is, is way more concerned about not losing than they are about winning, that tries to buy off our enemies, placate them, and then do the minimum to get by, waffle between defending our friends and pushing on our enemies. It's the Obama playbook. And the, and the reason why it doesn't work very well is because 
they all know the Obama playbook because it's all the same people that were in the Obama administration. So if you're Russia or China or Iran or terrorists, you know exactly what to do to kind of tweak this administration. Um, on border and immigration policy, we have an administration that is fighting not to secure the border. They're willing to throw overboard aid to Ukraine and Israel in order not to secure the border. Um, We've seen what they've done to the economy, and they can talk about Bidenomics all they want, but we know that inflation, mortgages, prices, wages, none of this is going great for the American worker. And, and, And most notably, you know, we've seen on the woke agenda that the path forward is an infinite number of genders and blue hair and uh, and every you know possibly ridiculous or you know diverse thing you could imagine, from um, anti-Semitism being okay to you know to racism against white people that that that's that's part and parcel of their agenda. Mm. So you can't we can't have a debate about who who the left is in America. We just we just can't debate that. And and here's my great optimism. We have two perfectly different opposing visions for America in our political parties. I think that's awesome. I, I don't think that's the route to civil war. I don't think it's what's bad about America. I think America is a blessed country because nobody else has choices as black and white and we do. So we get to go to the polls or and decide what direction we want our country. We get to choose the future of this. There's no waffling. There's no like I'm Mitt Romney. You can't tell what I am. These are these are completely different paths forward, and and you know it's not it's not like roulette where you got you know 87 colors, or you get to pick black or white, or you know yeah. or pink or, or I guess we I guess we can't do black and white, and we really can't do red and blue. <laughs> I I don't know if it's the rainbow versus I don't know. I just don't know. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Uh, speaking with Jim Carafano right now. I do know because, you know, specifically on the border, which is a huge story right now, but but Jim, it's been a huge story every time we talk. I, I think about what the president and the administration has done on this issue. People say they're ignoring it, but they're not ignoring it. They sued to make sure that the floating barriers that were put into the Rio Grande were removed. They made sure that the shipping containers that were being used as a barrier were removed. They went after the border agents that were falsely accused of whipping immigrants. They made that a big story. So they're paying attention when they feel as though it's politically advantageous. They've created this situation. It's manufactured by them. And Americans on every corner of the political spectrum are going to have to make a definitive choice in 2024. And Jim Carafano, you said on day one that this would be the defining issue of the 2024 election. You stand by that? They are fighting to keep the border open. And and the American taxpayers are being billed for all of it. I mean, that's, that's just the reality. I don't care. You can label it racist. or I mean, we can put all kinds of labels on it, call it different things, spin it differently. But the, this is the reality. Their part of policy is an open border policy that allows millions of people illegally to come to this country and and has no plan on how to sustain or deal with that uh, other than to just get more. And the American taxpayer pays everything for it. And the only people who are benefiting are criminal cartels and people who are managing uh, human trafficking coming from Asia, coming from China, coming from Africa, the Middle East and, and Latin America. Um, and we don't know who they are. We don't know anything about any of them. The Texas governor, Governor Abbott, 
took matters into his own hands because the federal government is not addressing the issue at all and is going to put more, uh, I guess, police, state police officers at the southern border to help process. I think they, I heard on the news today that they are 200 immigrants to one agent right now because the, the influx is so gigantic. What do you think about the governor of Texas taking that unilateral action? Look, I mean, the, the, we have to we have to have a change. Look, if we have to have a change in government at the federal level to get significantly different outcomes, there are three. Uh, and, and, you know, these are I mean, I think all these things are important because people are trying to deal with it. And they're sending signals and, and they're making statements. But it's the, the only way the policies change is if the federal government's completely different. You know, I did the, the report. Uh, there's three million cases behind in um, processing applications for people that land into the country and make asylum claims. Three million cases wow. behind. Three million cases, and and that's not counting the number of people that just never been bothered to register for amnesty. <laughs> yeah, you know, th- that's the magnitude of this problem. You know, and and the Biden answer is, and and I saw the numbers the other day, right? Half a trillion dollars. That's what it costs to. So you know, people keep saying we need the workers. You know, we need them here. It's opportunity and everything else. Look, we're running. It's at it's a, it's a half a trillion dollar bill. And again, all of it coming out of Amy Fry's personal checking account. It's it's you can't make sense of it, and it has become a bipartisan issue against the administration and what they're doing now. On on a broader scale, on a, a foreign policy scale, you could add to the border. Conflict in, with Russia and Ukraine, China, our relationship with them, Iran, our buddy-buddy relationship with them that has funneled terror across uh, the entire region, Hamas attacking Israel. I mean, I remember when Donald Trump was running for president and they threatened if Donald Trump wins this election, we're going to have World War III, we're going to lose our country and so right, on and so forth. Right. We, we have those things. They did not happen under Trump. They are happening under this administration. And four more years of this, I assume, would embolden our enemies even more. And, and then if you look, and then what what does the left have? I mean, they tried Bidenomics. That didn't work. They tried everything. It didn't work. Their line is, if we let Trump win, he'll become a dictator. That's, that's the sum leave. total. Yeah. That's the sum total of all their, that's all they got. So, it, and, I mean, I, I, I talk to people about immigration from time to time, and I always love your, your perspective on it. I talked to, you know, Stephen Moore about economics, what a a new president or what Joe Biden could do at any given time with that presidential executive power on day one. Are there day one things that we need an administrator to do to secure our country and make this country the great country it used to be? So the border is quite border immigration, actually quite interesting because we actually had this debate under Donald Trump, you know, when I was actually you know running the policy and intimately involved in it. You know, what we concluded is that what Trump demonstrated is under existing law, like not changing one federal law, we can do everything we need to secure the border and uh, enforce immigration law. Now, are are there things that we can do to make it better and faster? Sure. That was what H.R. 2 was in the House. But all it takes is a president. So the, if there's one issue in America that literally could change on day one, that the first day the president can come in, write a piece of paper and sign it and immediately start to counter. And you have to remember, as soon as the president does that, two things are going to happen. One is the cartels are going to start to fight back to keep their, 
their uh, market share. Um, and people are going to start voting with their feet, which I mean is a lot. This, people forget this. The, the biggest um, reduction in illegal migration in the U.S. occurred under Trump in large course because people, what's called self-deported, they mm-hmm. just went home because they knew that that this was not a that that, you know, that nobody's going to let them stay forever and give them amnesty so they just left yeah. and uh and a lot of that would happen that would start to happen on day one of a trump uh a republican a conservative administration i don't know yeah i i think that 2024 you said this that we, we are blessed that we have the opportunity to make a decision again in 2024. If this was the status of our country and we had years left of this to progress in the direction it's going right now, uh, that would be a little more traumatic than it is right now. But the stakes are high and people have to be paying attention. People have to, to care about the issues that are actually important, not the ones that the the you know campaigns and the punditry try to force upon people to care about. It's kind of a distracting maneuver during a campaign season. I think these issues, the economy transcends uh, politics in many ways. And you called it. You called it from, from day one of this administration, uh, on this show at least. Yeah, you don't have to listen to the rhetoric. You don't have to, it doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter what ads they run. It doesn't matter. You just know that you're voting for two very different visions. You don't need, you, there's nothing that's going to happen in the next 12 whatever months that's that 11 months, I guess that's going to make a difference. Don't listen to any of it. Get ready to make your choice because these, it's very clear who these people are and don't pay attention to who they, what they say or the politics or what MS, anything. It doesn't, it's all just blah, blah, ignore the blah, blah. The facts are before you make it, make a choice. Yeah. Amen to that. Merry Christmas to you, Jim Carafano. You did kind of make that a bright spot in a very, very dark area of politics in our country right now. And- can I tell you what I got through Christmas? You know, every year I get a great present, and that's Annie Fry. Aww. The Annie Fry show is no, <laughs> not joking. Not only do I like obviously super enjoy talking to you, but I I think we're all blessed by what you bring to the table in terms of informing Americans and everything. And so just having your friendship and being able to listen to your show and 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 know what you do, that's actually a pretty pretty cool gift for me. So Jim thanks. Carafano, you made me blush. I know people, maybe they can hear it over the radio. (laughs) I'm turning red. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Good to have you on the show. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, let's talk about the YouTube live chat poll. What grade do you give 2023? I might, uh, I might up my grade now after that very kind compliment, (laughs) but but nobody better put them up to that. That was nice. That's very nice. Uh, What grade do you give 2023? Give us your comments on the Annie Fry YouTube uh, live chat poll. Amy said, I give it an A because both my parents had health scares this year, but they are both still here and healthy. Can't ask for more. Man, that's perspective, isn't it? Russell says, personally, I would give a B plus. Been a pretty good year for health and family. Economy and price is an F minus. Overall, I voted B slash C. Make no sense, I know. (laughs) Uh, You got to walk through it, don't you? Uh, Hunter said, I voted for C. And Larry said, F minus. It's been one crisis after another in this country. Border, inflation, crime, endless war. We keep funding it and it just goes on and on. Let's change it in 2024. What do you say? We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, I think it's a beloved Christmas carol and I love it. Yeah? Yeah. I have no problems with it. I don't have any problems with it. It's, it feels very childhood Christmas to me. Kids love it. Yeah. Such a funny song. Now, the cartoon or the claymation that goes along Poor with it. Poor reindeer. That makes me feel a little weird. Why? Why? Well, kind of weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's that elf that wants to be a dentist. Yeah, what's his name? Dennis? Yeah. Something like that. Um, when, how do they came up with that? It sounds a lot like dentist, I oh. think, is the answer to your question. Just minus a few T's. Mm-hmm. I think that cartoon makes me feel weird because I remember watching it as a kid and thinking, this is a cartoon, and I enjoy cartoons, but this one seems really mean. <laughs> and the world in which Rudolph exists, you know, his coach and Santa both are pretty rude to everybody especially Rudolph, who you're cheering for the whole time. It makes you feel bad. You got to watch the whole thing to, to feel like there's some justice in the world. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yesterday, Drew Barrymore on this stupid show. Oh, no, day, that's where you were. Yesterday, Drew Barrymore was interviewing Jada Pinkett Smith, and I almost ripped the TV off the wall. In the middle of talking to somebody very important. Were they sitting on the floor no, they touching were each other's so hands? so close to each other. I, I really like Drew Barrymore as far as Hollywood celebrities go. I have friends who are like Drew Barrymore, and they know that I am not like Drew Barrymore. Really? And they respect me for that, and we know our boundaries. <laughs> but I, I can't stand Jada Pinkett Smith. I cannot stand her. And she was... Sitting nose to nose with Drew Barrymore, and I'm like, God, you just can't, can't take it anymore. You know who Drew Barrymore reminds me a little bit of? No, my wife. Yeah, not quite, not quite as free spirit as her. But <laughs> I think you need to go to the grocery she, store. Why are you standing so close to me? <laughs> my wife. She because uh, it's really important. She, she's she's very like free flowing, and she has a huge vocabulary. So there they are, those two things. Do you ever notice that about Drew Barrymore? They're both beautiful. Her, her yes. vast vocabulary? Yes. She has no, a huge I've vocabulary. I've never noticed that. Yeah. I know she talks out of the side of her mouth. That's true. Katie doesn't do that. Maybe that's to distinguish. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise they'd be like, Drew? Oh, it's just you. <laughs> it's just you. <laughs> Don't you mean even better? I would have to get there, but the initial shock might no, knock me down. it's not the thing you get to. It's what you lead with. Ah. <laughs> 
I, I, I lead with walking in the door every day and being shocked that my wife is not Drew Barrymore. Brian, would you say that <laughs> who you are on this show is who you are in real life? It's pretty close. It, I might be a little bit more exaggerated. You know, I'm not as crazy at home all the time, but I, you know, because I have to I'm sleep. I'm going to text my best friend and ask <laughs> for verification But on I, you know, it's it's not too far off. Because you have to sleep? Yeah. <laughs> there, the only thing times... that stops this train is getting some Z's? Yeah. Yeah, because like when I'm in bed, I'm nothing like when I'm on the radio. What are we talking about? Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that fortune cookie game. 50% of the people <laughs> think you said that on purpose. <laughs> no. 50% of the people have no idea. <laughs> well, what's he like in bed then? <laughs> he snores. He he's, wears a mouth He's guard. real boring. <laughs> He's got a great personality, but not in bed. He's literally, he's literally talking about sleeping. Yeah, just so you know. I really and, was. And it, it's, it's not. This is the. This is the thing. He doesn't realize what he said until he looks me in the eyes. And I go, oh. <laughs> There's that look again. Didn't see that happening in the one o'clock hour today. <laughs> Brian talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Text Katie and ask her. <laughs> Just go ahead. No. Text, I, I feel like I've no. really hurt my reputation. I don't, I, I don't want to talk about it at all ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it at three. I have to leave immediately. Thank you. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> yep. I'm getting hot flashes. Must be that time of the life cycle. <laughs> Go back on the YouTube live later. Yeah. And watch you realize what you just said. Oh, I don't want to watch it. I remember it. <laughs> yeah, but you haven't seen you do it yet. <laughs> the, the only problem with it is that I was just talking about how I'm really fun elsewhere, but not there. <laughs> that, that, I was there. The, the rest, I saw it like, all happen. Ha, you know, normally I, I can make a joke work, but that one I'm like, nah, I can't really make that work. It doesn't look good for me. You want to grade this year? No. <laughs> you started the segment thinking what, A, B, C? <laughs> Where are you at Yeah, now? by now I'm like, no way. <sighs> and if, if, if somebody makes, if somebody by the name of Leah makes a YouTube short out of that, I'm not going to be super happy. <laughs> but because Leah, through creative I editing, we'll be very happy. That could make yeah. And here's what happens. Here, the, it's not just the problem with with just the YouTube or the the videos that go out. It's that people in this office see those a lot. Do you know that they're listening to the show right now? They heard you say that. I then know. you're gonna walk out there but with your heelys and scoot by like everything is just normal. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. First of all. Somebody's going to be like, oh, I'm going to close this fridge, and I'm going to be in my office and be like, no, you're not. Shoo! And I'm going to be head first in that fridge before they can even close it. But the people in this office, you know, there's a lot of radio happening all over the place. So it's not as if you can consume every single thing going on all the time. But our colleagues seem to consume those videos with regularity. 
and they will approach me and say, <laughs> oh, actually, I saw. in some cases, all they know about the yeah, show. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> and so what's going to happen is, what's gonna, around this office, she's going to edit this to look like I said, I'm a really fun guy. Except when I'm at home in bed. Which would be unedited just <laughs> from the start and the end and of then you talking. No context after that. She's just going to cut it there. And then I'm going to walk around this office and everybody's going to look at me differently. Because what they thought about me was that I was a real Casanova. <laughs> and now they're going to think, well, yeah, maybe you, he's you, not. You've finally dramatically changed minds <laughs> of your colleagues. Yeah. He used to walk around swinging a pocket watch, and people are like, there he goes. He's got the world by the, you know what. <laughs> and no, now they're the going to say, oh, he's a real sleepy guy. <laughs> he's not that great at performing outside of the radio. Oh, good. Leah didn't hear any of that. She's just walking back now. That's because she just went to edit the video. Oh, she's smiling like she did. Never mind. <laughs> Grade the year, Brad. Oh, man. How do I, how do I do that after that? I don't know, just, this is your just, job, just right? Grade, um, just grade the segment. I, I yeah. <laughs> the we'll, segment's we'll, a solid. We'll widen uh, the focus after this segment. Um, no, I, any year that that I get through with, and I'm not through it yet, but I've made it through thus far <laughs> without any, wood. yeah, major health concerns is a good year. So I always start off immediately at a at a high C, low B on that, and I mean, I would give this year a B, a solid B. It was an A before the segment, wasn't it? I'm gonna be uh, yeah. walking down this. I'm gonna be walking in the kitchen. Read Bobo Farms' comment there from YouTube. Just joining the show. What did I walk into? <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna be walking around this office, and then somebody like D to the C or Princess Storm or Ranji or somebody's gonna walk up to me and be like, "Oh," and they're gonna know. They're, no, they're gonna, not. They're just gonna look at you out of the side of their eyes. Yeah, and they will talk to me now with pity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like it at all. The 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 corporate suite. They're all going to be like, oh. The C-suite that's paying all their attention to the show right now. <laughs> our yeah. job, our goal is to stay completely off the radar. <laughs> Thanks for putting us in, in focus for them. It's so true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just like don't pay any attention to us. Don't listen to us. I mean, literally, it's the truth. It's, I know. <laughs> it's so funny. We'll just sneak in on middays and yeah. nobody will know that we're yeah. here. Wait till they're in a meeting and then we'll come in the back door. They don't even know we're in the building. <laughs> Can we climb up the outside into the window? Yeah, we're doing great, though. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing great. Uh, how would I grade the show? Uh, no, sorry. not the show. I'm not interested <laughs> in that thought. Your year. You can uh, grade it on any terms. I'm going to grade it an A. I have loved 2023. I have loved nothing about the politics of 2023. Although covering this kind of run-up to the primaries has been kind of fun. But the actual results of the th policies... They just continue to be terrible, and so that's kind of depressing. But personally, I've had a great year. I can't even look back and tell you what's been great about it. I've just really enjoyed it. So I give it an A. As we get older, do you feel like your standards for what makes it a good year get very simple? Oh, my gosh, yes. Because I know I'm 39. Next, uh, 24 is a big year for me. I'm turning 40. You turn 40 this year. Yep. You've been 40 for a while couple years and Decades. um yeah two years and 42 he turned 40 twice he's 80 <laughs> and look how spry he is mm -hmm. see it's not age that's how you use it's, it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the motion of the ocean but when you think about like I, i'll complain about stupid things i don't think they're stupid until my dad says to me 
are your kids healthy? And I'm like, God dang it. I'm not talking to you anymore. Stop it. You're just making everything seem like it's not that big of a deal. And it's I want to make it a big deal. Though. But it is true. Are the people in your life healthy? Sometimes the people, like the comment, I think it was Amy who uh, wrote that comment earlier. She had some health scares with her parents, but her parents are still with her. And, are, and, and they have moved through that. You know, sometimes you have to experience... I, I will say this to my kids, and I say this to myself all the time. You can't have good days if you don't have bad days. And that is something you say to yourself when you're having a bad day. <laughs> it's not something you say when you're having a good day. Like, oh, all the bad days really prepared me for this moment. Um, but when you are thinking back and reflecting on 2023, I mean, I've had, I've had, I would probably say I had one really bad year. 2017 was a really bad year for myself. And everything that has come in my life since having a really bad year. I am so grateful for much simpler things. And it has given me a massive dose of perspective that I wouldn't have had if I wouldn't have experienced a really, really rough year. So in that essence, I'm really actually grateful for the experience and the learning lesson. Would have been nice if I would have had to not go through that. But here we are. Everybody experiences those those lessons. I think when I look back at 2023, like politically f but weird like okay it's kind of like how do you take the average of all of the grades just like if you were in school you take tests you have quizzes you have homework you have maybe extra credit it's it's like the tests were a very bad grade politically for this for this uh past year but they're not the biggest part of the sum total of the grade and when I do look at my family and my family is healthy and we're near each other and we're able to love each other and celebrate the most basic, tangible things. You go through Christmas shopping and, you know, even my kids, when I've asked my kids, what do you want? I don't spoil my kids. My kids are very blessed, but I don't spoil my kids. I don't think I spoil my kids. I They are, I was going to say victims of tough love, but I don't really look at it that way. Um... When you ask them what they want for Christmas, they're not needy about stuff. They won't say, I want this, 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 and this. They're pretty content. And I'm, I feel blessed in that I get to raise my children the way I want to raise my children. And in this country, that's still possible. And in some countries, it's not possible. In some countries, it's much more dangerous than it is here. And all of those things are ways to look on the bright side. I will echo what Jim Carifano said, though, about what is upon us, which is 2024, and be very grateful that we do have the opportunity to drastically change the direction of our country in less than a year. And I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be nasty on the way there, but it is a necessary process to go through. And, you know, the, the political process, the election process is what it is. But we still have a say. And that that is something that we need to squarely focus our attention on in the year to come. And again, echoing what Jim Carafano said about 30 minutes ago, the idea that you could not have more distinct choices in the election that is coming. You're not voting for somebody who's kind of wishy-washy on policy over here and wishy-washy on policy over there. That's not what the choice is. You ha I mean, you have to understand that you vote one way, the country drastically goes in one direction. You vote another way, the, the country drastically goes in the other direction. If they replace Joe Biden with Gavin Newsom or Michelle Obama or J.B. Pritzker, 
that that element of the binary choice does not change. If you replace Donald Trump with Nikki Haley or with uh, Ron DeSantis or anybody else, I still don't think some might disagree with me, but I don't think that that choice drastically changes. People are going to have to show up. And I think it's a blessing that we get the opportunity to do that. I'm kind of with you, Ryan. It's like, it's almost like it's an A or an F. And if you like listen to what my dad will say to me, are your kids healthy? Is your family healthy? Are you healthy? It's an A. That's for me at least. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, I'm blessed to not struggle too badly with anxiety, but when I do, I will have to sit down at times and just go, what's actually wrong? And just ask myself that question. And usually the answer is something that's not that big of a deal in the long run. It's usually something dealing with right now that's ultimately not going to change my life. If you have something happen, um, had a loved one during COVID who was in the hospital for about 15 days, the world stops. I've told this story before, but I distinctly remember driving past a golf course after going to do whatever you could do to visit, bring some stuff to the hospital or whatever. I remember <clears throat> going past a golf course and people were out golfing. And I remember being, I was very self-aware of how ridiculous this thought was, but I remember thinking, how can you just be out there golfing? Like the, my world has halted, come to a complete stop and you're just golfing. And then that makes you realize that, how big your were your footprint is it's very small yeah and there are people and things but mostly people in your life who as small as your footprint is their footprint in your life can be very big and when you have to face those things head on and it takes up your full attention that the world continues to revolve around like their own lives that it's not all about you're not the epicenter you're not starring in your own movie the people are out there golfing, and then the truth of the matter is those people might be experiencing something in their life that has brought their world to a halt, and they're out there golfing to try to change to get their mind off of something. And when you are made to feel smaller in the grand scheme of things, you bring into focus the things in your life that are a larger part of your attention. And I, I really am annoyed at how hard it is to gain perspective. <laughs> like, I wish that I was mature and humble enough to have really good, solid perspective without having to go through struggle and and strife and anxiety or worry. But that's just the way we learn the lesson, the fastest and the most impactful. So if you're one, if you're one of those people who's going through that right now, uh, we will pray for you and we will uh, lift you up because I understand what it's like to be in that moment. I'm not in that moment right now, and I don't want to be in that moment right now. But but it is a big deal. And when you're, you know, grading your year, I think a lot of times it really comes down to that. Let's take a quick break. Uh, important thing happening in the next segment. Don't go away. See if we can pull it off. Yeah, it's a big if. It's up to you. Okay, then it won't happen. I did my best to save the segment. Uh, I was notified by management about halfway through that segment that Mark Cox has requested an office change. <laughs> He's my office mate. Mark. By the way. Yeah. I was going to say why, but I think I already know. He yeah. needs somebody a little more exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try. That's a weird thing to request for that reason, Mark. I don't but. want to talk about it anymore because I do not want to go to the HR office with you. <laughs> we'll be right back. Don't go away. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. It is uh, great to be with you this afternoon. Join us on the Annie Fry YouTube live chat poll. What grade do you give 2023? An A, a B slash C, a D, or an F? Brad, your grade was? I gave it a, a solid B, like a B plus. B, B, B slash C is your vote on there? Yep. And Ryan, what did you think? What was your vote? I gave it a personal A. I felt like this year was... The Annie Fry Show, 12 days of Cardinals Man. mega giveaways. 314-241-9797. You just never know, do you? Man, somebody's ear just became an A. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're going, oh, if I could win a Cardinals 10-pack, the Lou pack, then I would have an A for this year. Well, that's Ten what's games. on the line. 10 games. It's the last day of the Cardinals giveaway, so we're going big. 10 games, 314-241-9797. Caller number 20. Who's 20? Lou Brock. Lou Brock. Sweet Lou Brock. Anybody else, or is that just he That got retired pretty quickly. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. I have his autograph. A couple of them. All right, here we go. 314-241-9797. Be the 20th Lou Brock caller. You were saying? Oh, yeah. We're still doing the segment. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um... Yeah, it's been an A, I think, just because I, I can't think of anything this year that's been super problematic, and that anymore is a great year. Um, what do you think that— Personally. Do you feel like the—I'm I'm shifting gears pretty dramatically here, but what do you think that the Biden family feels about 2023? What do you think Joe Biden feels about 2023? My guess is that that family is constantly on razor's edge. Because they have gotten away with a lot for their entire lives. And now it's all in the open or it's becoming more in the open. And I don't know that they're scared that a lot's going to happen to them. But I think they're constantly living with that looking over your shoulder feeling now in a way that they've never had to in their lives. I I don't know how you could see what's happening right now. I mean, I don't think that the plan was for Hunter Biden to be facing this many charges. Here's a report. Hunter Biden is scheduled to make his first court appearance and arraignment in California next month. His court appearance is set for January 11th at the U.S. District Court in the Central District of California. The charges stem from a nine-count grand jury indictment accusing Hunter Biden of three felony and six misdemeanor tax offenses. The indictment alleges he failed to fulfill his tax obligations. Instead, he allegedly spent his money financing an extravagant lifestyle, including drugs, escorts, luxury hotels, exotic cars, and other items totaling over $1 million. Yeah, that's a problem. I also wanted to really compliment your synthesizer skills on that clip, Ryan. It's very impressive. I, mean, I was doing that live. That wasn't on that clip. Uh, well, I mean, during the clip. I just do it randomly. I don't understand why you walk around with that synthesizer, like, in the office in your Healy shoes, but now it makes sense. It's actually a keytar. <laughs> okay. I just walk around just kind of jamming. And when I feel like it's dramatic, I'll go... 
Hunter Biden, did you say? <laughs> Prostitutes and cocaine, did yeah. you say? I got a cord for that. Yeah. Because <laughs> if Brad's just talking about his day, I'm like. <laughs> you think Hunter, do, do we think Hunter Biden is worried? Yeah, I do. Do we think Donald Trump is worried? I think so. Yeah, I think so, too. I do. Yeah, I, I think he's wor- I think he's worried because he's out of control. Like th- there are forces coming against him that he cannot stop. And he's doing his best and he's wealthy enough to overcome them, which a lot of people wouldn't be. But man, you you get the powers that be of this world coming at you like they're coming at Donald Trump. I don't know that you sleep well. I don't understand how Donald Trump can feel like he's not facing a, sig- a serious legal concern, especially when you look at the Georgia stuff. Um, the documents concern is the one that I hear the most people who either play it pretty straight and narrow or find themselves on a lot of conservative media, the show included, uh, act like the documents thing is much more problematic than some of the nonsense that's going on in uh, in New York. I mean, I have a feeling that when you throw everything at the wall to see what sticks, when you get people accustomed to the vision, the visual, I should say, of Donald Trump sitting in a courtroom at a courthouse, defending himself, surrounded by lawyers, talking about all of his troubles. Um, if, if you can fortify that, that there is a huge amount of political capital that is gained by that image. Well, first of all, I don't think we need to label members of the Republican Party. I think that's happened for too long. I think that we are a country of freedom-loving Americans that want to see government just continue to do what it's supposed to do. Government was intended to secure the rights and freedoms of the people. It was never meant to be all things to all people. So if we're going back to the basics, but what I will tell you is, I think President Trump was the right president at the right time. I agree with a lot of his policies. I had a good working relationship with him. But rightly or wrongly, chaos follows him. And and she's there to take advantage of that. I don't blame her for it. I mean, that's you can't look at what you can't look at what President Trump is willing to do to people to take them out and be like, Nikki Haley, how could you say that? The chaos that chaos follows Donald Trump. I mean, it most certainly does. And he welcomes it. That's his element. Yeah, I, I give her credit for saying something that in that moment it would be very easy as his opponent right now to say, you know what, he's the chaos candidate. I'm the restore America to normalcy candidate or something like that. But she didn't say that. She said, rightly or wrongly, chaos follows him. And I think that's where a lot of Americans are is they go, you know what, it's kind of split because he does cause some things that he doesn't have to be involved in, but not all of it. And I think we're, we're smart enough to see that as citizens of this country that, you know, while some of this stuff is caused by him, you know, not being smart with the way he handles certain things or, or the way he says things, it, it also is coming at him from outside of him. And I think we, we can we can discern that. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll be back here in just a few minutes. Vote on the Andy Fry YouTube live chat poll. A grade to give 2023. Back in a minute. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 